Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Still, the greatest success story the world has ever known. How long will I be able to say those words? They are very troubling. It is very troubling to me to think that perhaps... I may be in the waning days of being able to truthfully say that. Greatest nation on the face of the earth? Well, sure, it's given birth to some of the greatest people that has ever lived on the face of the earth and certainly the greatest nation under God that has ever been on the face of the earth. However, we do see a shift that is beginning. I have not been with you live uh, since Election Day. I have been on the road, stop the steal in Detroit and all of that type thing. Uh, I've been working with my colleagues at FreedomWorks and all that type thing. And hey, folks, go to FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org, and become a part of a movement now more than ever. Do you need to be a part of the largest grassroots organization in the nation? And that is FreedomWorks. Become a part of our six million on the ground who indeed are fighting the good fight and doing everything we possibly can to preserve the republic in the greatest nation still on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known up to this moment but as I just recently tweeted out um, a picture, a semi-picture of Ocasio-Cortez who thinks that money does grow on trees. And two years ago, uh, you know, she was pouring drinks in a bar as a bartender. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I poured many drinks in a bar as a bartender myself way back in the day. Show did. <laughs> but... How do you go from a know-nothing-really-about-politics type of uh, bartender, as Ocasio was, uh, Cortez, Ocasio-Cortez was, Alexander, to being the most powerful person in the Democrat Party? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, uh, well, let's say influential. How do you go from that to causing, uh, well, basically brink of civil war in the Democrat Party? Because that's what she's doing. She's 
creating brink of civil war in the Democrat Party. And quite frankly, the theft that is occurring right now, this um, presidential race, the steal that is on to take it from Donald John Trump. Um, is uh, at this point uh, working. Even Karl Rove, the you know Bush's brain, uh, he says that it's working. And and in regards to what you may think of Carl as uh, whatever you may think of Carl as a Bush operative, what have you, whatever you may think of Carl, because ultimately I think Carl is probably uh, one of those who would much rather see uh, Trump gone than there. <clears throat> you know, he's just. <laughs> He's one of those who's rolling with the tide, hoping for the next one to come in and bring um, a business as usual Republican conservative back into the White House. Someone who he truly understands and can, of course, work with. You know, Rove never really worked with the president. Uh, Rove was not for the president. Of course, Rove is a Carl Rove is a Bush uh, operative. But Carl maybe have a point this time. I got into it with my producer, Michelle, over this. <laughs> um, yeah, she, uh... You see, Michelle is, is, is idealistic. Very idealistic. Me, I'm a realist. I look at things um, for what they are. Oh, there are some things that uh, come up uh, in life that seemingly impossible to happen. Highly unlikely. But you put faith in them. That's what my Christianity is all about. It's nothing that I can put under a microscope and prove. But I have faith in that. And sometimes you do that with relationships as well. You decide that you want to trust them. But when we're looking at um, what has happened in America... It may be important to note that uh, America now is putting its faith in <laughs> stuff, free stuff. Oh, no, there, there's a total all-out attack on God. And those good things that must and do require faith, there's a full-out attack on that. But there is a full-out run, sprint, for the free stuff and the stuff they say they're going to give me. Man, they're going to give me this. It's free stuff. America, you have been duped into believing something that our parents, four parents, certainly told us was just not possible. And that is, there is no free stuff. Not even puppies. Somebody gives you a puppy, they just gave you a bill. Unless you're going to starve it to death. Unless you're going to let it get rabies. Or parvo. 
or whatever it is dogs get. They just gave you a bill. They just gave you money, some money. They just told you that you're going to be spending money in the name of a cute little free puppy. (laughs) Ocasio-Cortez thinks money, even the money that she has accumulated, had trouble paying her rent just two years ago. This kid is a multi, is a global brand now. Your feet will never touch the ground again. No way. Ain't that America something to do? It's see, and, and I tell you something. She wants to take it all down. Why? So she can take her, go on and take her money and run to somewhere else. Once it all collapses around you, it won't collapse around her. She's made hers. She can always go to some friendly place to where the natives are, are, are you know, wanting uh, some beads and wampum and, and uh, live like a queen. You won't be able to do that. Bernie Sanders can go anywhere with his beads and wampum and, and uh, give them to the local natives and live like a king. You won't be able to do that. Nancy Pelosi can go anywhere she wants with her beads and wampums among the local natives, wherever she wants to wind up once this country collapses under their uh, authority. But you won't be able to go anywhere. You see, that's the problem with progressive liberalism. That's the problem with socialism, elitism, communism. The elite... The Acacia Cortezes, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Chucky Schumer's, they can go, the Barack Obama's, the Joe Biden's, Kamala Harris, they can take their beads and their wampum and they can go anywhere on the globe among local natives and live like royalty. And uh, even with the few coins that, um, you know, I've been able to accumulate if America goes south. Hey, why? Why? If America goes south, I mean, really unretrievably south. What do you do? You may want to take your beads and wampum and go among some natives somewhere and live like a king. Why not? Why not? We'll soon find out what the deal is, but the question is, is she what you want? Because Ocasio, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's what you're going to get. She's the most influential person in Democratic politics, right? And Democrat on the Democrat Democrat Party, she's most influential. And Joe Biden is not going to be able to hold her off. Oh, Bernie's already told him, hey, listen, you promised. Michael Moore, the fat film producer. Oh, pardon me. Please forgive me. A real good friend of mine says that I am a fat basher. I am not in any way. But Michael Moore is kind of fat. He's saying, now this is what he's saying. 
Michael Moore is saying that Joe Biden had better not be like Barack Hussein Obama. Who said okie dokie to just about any compromise that the Republicans were able to come up with. Michael Moore, who all of a sudden is becoming more visible. Uh, he was about to fade into the woodwork if Trump had won. And when hopefully the president does eventually pull this out. Um, he had just about disappeared. But he's back. Oh, yeah, he's back. And he's saying that, Biden, you had better toe the line. Hey, Bernie Sanders, you know Bernie. Bernie is saying, Joe Biden, you had better toe the line. Ocasio-Cortez is saying you promised you wouldn't have won without us. You, Joe Biden, had better toe the line. Is that what you want? America, I was saying to you the day before this election that if Donald Trump lost, it wouldn't say a whole bunch about him. No, 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 no. It would say a whole lot about you, though. It would say a whole lot about how far down the drain we will go. And if we go down any further through the drain of history, as far as nations were concerned, well, if we wound, wind up in the city sewer or in the historic sewer of great nations, it would be this election that would have caused it to happen. And uh, historians, when they look back on it, they will not tell the truth about it. But it does say a lot about you. How could you huh, possibly turn out of office the president who did things that only he had done for the greatness of the nation ever black people how could you possibly not you know what I think black people really didn't know because I've talked to many black folks who have attended HBCUs and they had no clue that this president had actually funded uh, permanently historic black colleges and universities they didn't even know it it's because of what they get the news CNN, CBN, MSNBC's uh, you know MSN or MS whatever it is they're not going to tell anybody that they're going to tell black people on those stations that they mostly listen to um, that this president um, created the enterprise zones where um, which, which Joe Biden will, will surely, um, he can't sustain it. He doesn't know how. The Democrat Party is not an end to that. They're into making you codependent, not independent. No, you, you can't, you won't have that. The Democrat Party has always been into making people codependent, 
not independent. What have you done to yourself, America? What are you doing to yourself? Not, it's not quite done yet. We're going to have on guests today, I really believe, that are going to be, um, we're going to gangbuster show. Uh, just to give you, a, give you a, a brief rundown, a brief idea of who we have. And, and we have some people that I haven't had on for a while that are going to be coming on with me um, today. And friends, if ever there was a time when we must have honest discussion, it's now. Uh, Pat Kolbeck, um, former GO gubernatorial candidate of Michigan, will be on with me. Um, Ali Alexander. Alexander will be on with me with Stop Steel. Um, Diane Ventura, who was who was on with me a couple of weeks ago uh, from Pennsylvania, she's on her way to the Stop Steel event in D.C. She'll be back with me and give some updates on that. And then I have uh, someone who is running in, I think it's the Georgia 7th, and she'll correct me if I am wrong about that, Dr. Lisa Babbage, Georgia. Uh, will be on with me. And um, so I look forward to to speaking to them. I look forward to speaking to them. And I also look forward to hearing from you. I'm going to wait until after the new year, uh, prepping you for it now to open the phone lines and so forth, because I have to uh, most likely run off again here in a few days. And um, all of us have our hands on deck, and uh, all of us are doing everything we can to salvage um, this. Uh, I do believe that if every legal vote was counted and every illegal vote was discounted, thrown away, I believe that our president would win and um, re-election easily. Keep in mind. Joe Biden's official, official electoral count is only 259. You keep that in mind until uh, these states come in. North Carolina should be coming in today. And um, we'll know whether to fight on or whether not to. There are certain things that you do have to look at realistically until you get down to the nit, the grit, and the grub of it. All of us know, or at least feel like, many of us feel like O.J. got away with murder. Uh, yeah, many of us feel like, um, what was his name, the Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, well, is, is a rapist, you know? Uh, we, we all uh, feel that way. Many of us feel that way. The problem and the situation and always situation is going to be prove it. Prove it. OJ, uh, you know, m even though people may have supported him and, and everything, it turned it into a racial issue. Most people, black or white, they already thought OJ knew something about that. I'll be right back to talk about prove it.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant show throughout the Fruit Plains of the greatest nation still on the face of the planet. Prove it. Prove it. Okay, so all of us know that Joe Biden and the Democrats have have cheated. We know this. It's obvious. It has happened. However, prove it. Thank you for tuning in today, uh, listening to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, around the globe, over the talk monster, the greatest uh, nation in the face of the earth and the largest talk platform in America. Red State, Red State Talk, traveling through Times Square. Look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, and you will see every hour the C.L. Bryant Show pop up there on the big board on the Red State Talk billboard, a half block from where, well, we won't drop the big ball this year. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you. Well, I was in, as I told you, I just got back. I hadn't, 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 um, uh, been here for a while. Just got back from uh, being on the road. I was up in Detroit, and then I went down to Palm Beach. Just got back from Palm Beach yesterday, and um, I met some people up there. They're very interesting. Ran to this fellow, um, Pat Kolbeck. Is uh, I, think, I believe Pat was a former GOP or uh, GOP candidate uh, there in Michigan. I have him on the show with me now. I want to get his take on what's going on in the great state of Michigan from a Michigander, Pat Kobick. Welcome back, or welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? Oh, honored to be with you. Sorry I missed you in Detroit. I've been spending a lot of time down there lately. <laughs> well, Pat, you know, we're all waiting with bated breath to see how this thing turns out. How's things going in, in Michigan from your standpoint? Well, I, I think they're they're going well, unless you're interested in chain of custody regarding the election. And uh, we've got serious issues with chain of custody. And I know... A lot of the media outlets have already anointed Joe Biden as the uh, president-elect, and they're already talking about his transition team and all that kind of stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Way, way too premature. I call it the fake it till you make it phase of the strategy here. You, you, right know, now, you know, Pat, let me yeah. ask you this. Is, is the, has the media and has this always been a media coronation, the one that they missed with Hillary Clinton? Is this what they're trying yeah. to recapture? That's exactly what they're doing. They're, they anointed him before November 3rd, so it shouldn't be any surprise that they're anointing him afterwards. And the bottom line is we want a free and fair election to be conducted. And I did not see evidence of that on the ground in Detroit. And 
just so you know, my background is I'm a former Michigan State Senator, two terms in Wayne County. Um, I actually am a Microsoft small business specialist, and the reason that factors in is a little bit later regarding chain of custody, and we'll talk about that. But um, I was actually in Detroit at the AV Counting Board from 5 p.m. on November 3rd through the uh, uh, well into the uh, evening or early evening on the 4th. So I was there for pretty much a, more than a 24-hour shift, and I was right there in the middle of all the shenanigans that appeared to be happening at the AV Counting Board. I was right outside there, uh, Pat, and it was really nuts. It got kind of heated there. Uh, Michelle has sent you the clips of that outside I there. I a photo and, of you from me taking a picture from the inside out. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Pat, it was, it was just crazy. And you could tell there was a sense, there was an air that something very crooked was going on. So let's talk about the chain of command. Talk to us about what you are seeing as far as inconsistencies. Well, it's chain of, the, the key issue is chain of custody, and everybody can see a paper ballot as it moves through the um, tabulation process, but it gets a little bit more difficult once that information is digitized. And so one of the first things that I wanted to address when I got into the AV County Board is I wanted to understand what the network configuration was at the Detroit AV County Board. And and in that board, I mean, for those who are not familiar with uh, how an election, uh, how one of these county board areas is set up, there's about 134 counting boards in the uh, city of Detroit. And in the center of the, of the counting board area, um, there's a stage where all the Detroit election officials are uh, positioned. And surrounding them are a series of tabulation computers and adjudicator computers. Um, essentially, tabulation scans all the ballots. And then if there's any issues, it's forwarded over to the adjudicator. And it's the adjudicator that spits out or is supposed to spit out the final election result. So I wanted to understand, number one, are any of these computers connected to the Internet? Because if they are, that's a major breach of election integrity security. And lo and behold, I did a little trace of all the network connections underneath there. As I said, I was a Microsoft small business specialist in addition to being a state senator, who, by the way, was vice chair of our Senate Elections and Government Reform Committee in Michigan. So elections have been a passion of mine, and I've worked with uh, stalwarts like Catherine Engelbrecht at True the Vote for quite some time. And... I went off and I started looking and tracing the connections. And sure enough, all these computers were connected to a router that was connected to the Internet. And so I went to the head election official, Daniel Baxter, and I said, Daniel, are these, actually I said, Mr. Baxter, Mr. Baxter, are these connected to the Internet? And he said no. Later in the evening, a second in command, a former state representative by the name of uh, David Nathan, I asked him, I go, David, he used to serve with me during my first term in the Michigan Senate, and he was a state representative at the time. And uh, he goes, no, they're not connected to the Internet. I go, hey, could you verify that for me? He says, no, you're just going to have to trust me. I said, you know, maybe you were told a lie. Please go off and, and uh, verify. All you have to do is move the little cow- the mouse cursor over the bottom right-hand corner, that little LAN connection icon, and you, when you roll over, it says Internet connected or not connected to the Internet. And he said, you're just going to have to trust me. Well, I'm telling you, I don't trust him. I saw the Internet connectivity symbol on all these terminals. And why is that a concern? It gets to a concern when it comes to chain of custody of that vote. Like I said, you can follow a paper ballot very easily, but once it gets converted into bits and bytes, I'm not tiny enough to follow it all the way along that Ethernet cable that's connected right. to you to make sure well, that let me ask you this. stays consistent. Let me ask you this, Pat, because I'm sure our audience uh, around the country would then want to know what is the consequence of them being caught in an apparent lie to an IT guy. 
to a man who understands how this works? How does your testimony become uh, of any relevance after January 20th? Talk to us. You can make the case that it's interference with a uh, credential poll challenger, which is what I was through the Election Integrity Fund, which is an organization I helped form quite a few months ago to address just such a circumstance. And um, uh, But the bigger picture on this is people are probably trying to figure out, well, what does this have to do with the vote tally? And I'm telling you right now, Michigan, even though Joe Biden is up 146,123 votes, according to current projections, uh, Michigan is still in play based on the data that I saw and the data that we've been analyzing with people all across the country. We have done just by analyzing the data in three different counties in Michigan that we can account for a potential for 140,000 vote swing for uh, president in favor of President Trump. And we believe it affects all the down ballot races as well. And and so we're doing the analysis on this right now. And that's only three out of 83 counties, mind you. So that's the consequence of all this. And we believe that the same technique may be being used in all the other battleground states as well. So um, we got a lot of smart people involved on it. I love looking at spreadsheets and diving into things. But the things that we're seeing are very suspicious. I'll wow. just give you one example. Um, when you actually go off and plot straight ticket versus individual votes, um, you're kind of expecting that when somebody has an individual vote for President Trump and, uh, and it would kind of stay... The percentage of people doing that would be fairly consistent with the percentage of people doing uh, voting a uh, straight ticket Republican in a given precinct, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. So, and so, but what we're observing is that the more Republican a precinct was, the more likely it was to flip over and vote for Joe Biden. That- Conversely, uh, if you follow this line all the way up, the more Democrat the precinct was, the more likely they were to vote for President Trump. And I'll tell you where that curve crosses over. It's heavily skewed in favor of Joe Biden. Wow. And so this is something that we think is impacted all across the board. And I'll tell you, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Shiva, who's a former U.S. Senate candidate out in Massachusetts, a mathematician, computer programmer. And also, uh, we've got another gentleman by the name of Phil Evans that I've been working with as well. These are people from all over the country that are teaming up and saying something is rotten in Denmark. And uh, so when you talk about the Internet connectivity issue that I cited, and you couple it with the analysis that's being done by some big brains like Dr. Shiva and uh, Phil Evans, we got a recipe for some serious uh, election fraud. One of the things that uh, struck me the most as far as the mathematics of it all was concerned of, as I said, on, I said on one of the presidents, still sit on one of the president's boards, the black uh, council, advisory council, uh, mm-hmm. one of the president's boards. And one of the things that struck me is that we got twice the black vote that we did back in 2016. We uh, more than that with the Latino vote uh, back in 2016. And those mathematically with just that increase in voters for the president, I just couldn't see any way that he could have lost mathematically. Right. Just look at the rallies. Right. Right. I mean, they couldn't pay people to go to a Joe Biden rally, but but President Trump. I mean, people were kept out because they couldn't, they didn't have enough room for him at the rallies all through Michigan. So it just doesn't add up. People are waking up to it, and I'm telling you right now, Joe Biden is a ticket till you make it campaign. Well, uh, as you lawsuits. said, I'm named in uh, several of the lawsuits in regards to, uh, with my affidavit, and that's the path that we're going to have to push to get the truth out. And they're in a race to suppress that truth. We see it in censorship all across the country. 
whenever you go off and talk, I mean, social media is horrible on this. They post a story in the election, they have to insert their little opinion on it. Pat, how do people so, get a hold of you? How do people get a hold? I go to my website. It's at letsfixstuff.org. I've got several posts up there that not only highlight the, the examples of election fraud that I witnessed and other people witnessed on the floor on the Detroit AV Counting Board, but I go off and try to put in all the breadcrumbs that lead us to an understanding of exactly how systemic this election fraud actually was. And you'll notice, I think we're winning. You know, I mean, I, you, I can see it in the media releases now. Initially, remember, everybody said there is no such thing as voter fraud. Remember that? Right, right. Then they changed the messaging to say there is no widespread voter fraud. Right, right. And so they're already acknowledging that there is voter fraud with that message, right? <laughs> then the next thing that they're saying is that there is no widespread voter fraud significant enough to overturn any electoral college result. <laughs> well, you know what the next media release is going to be? President Trump is uh, going to be serving his second uh, term in, as the president of the United States. Let's see if we can get that done, man. Let, I'm, on, I'm all on board with you. I'm all on board with you. Uh, I, let's see if we can get that done. Listen, thank you so much for, for coming on with me. Michelle, we also have to get uh, Catherine Engelbrecht, my good friend, uh, back on uh, with us. When she first kicked off True the Vote, I was with her. And so um, get thank you for being on. God bless you. God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. Let's win this one, Pat. Let's win this you one. You got it. It's all in God's hands, and you know what? He's opening up some amazing doors along the way that I'm very confident that the truth is going to get out. Fight the good fight, my brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Knock him alive. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, and that was Pat Kolbeck. And Pat um, is a shaker and mover there in Michigan. And let me tell you something, friends, <laughs> mathematically, I have never been able to see how the president could have lost with the increase of just the minority vote that he got, that he got. It was just, it's just not, when you have an, an 8% increase in the black vote and more like a 15 to 20% increase in the Latino vote in such a way that you even flip uh, uh, congressional seats in Miami from blue, from red to blue, from blue to red, from blue to red. When you flip those types of seats, five seats around the, you know, the total gain in, in, in the, the uh, House of Representatives, five seats. When you do that kind of flipping that says that the president's coattails are long and he's going to win, mathematically, there is no reason to believe that this president would have lost. And so is there an awakening that is going on to the mathematics of it? Okay, so 72. One seventy-two thousand, seventy-two million, vote for President Trump more than any other sitting president ever was voted for. Ever was voted for more than any sitting president was ever voted for. Donald John Trump got those votes. You, you're, you're meaning to tell me, you're meaning to tell me that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, both losers. 
Joe Biden, is, he's run. For, this was his third time, and evidently it was uh, almost, uh, almost a charm. Third time was almost a charm for Joe, but I think they have something waiting in the bushes for him. Um, you're, you're telling me that Joe Biden, who never got more than 1% of his party's confidence in the past is going to get 74 million votes across America? <laughs> I could believe Trump gets 72 because just your, your eyes see the enthusiasm for this man. You couldn't hardly pay people to go to a Biden car rally distanced away and all of that. You couldn't pay them. And you mean to tell me that 74 million of them turned out for Joe Biden? The mathematics of it don't look good. The mathematics, not good. So, there we go. However, now, back to the reality of it. If um, what I think has happened, has happened, hear me now, hear me now. However, back to the reality of it, if what I think has happened has happened, we're on the brink of civil war in this country. Because we would have been totally duped by people we felt we could be we could trust and that my friends will not be true anymore will it so what do you do since that won't be true anymore huh what do you do what are you prepared to do since that's not going to be true anymore, what, what are you prepared to do? That's the question. And you must have some type of answer for that question. Because not to be able to answer that question will cause you to be at the mercy of people who have, on both sides, already answered it you're going to have to know what you are prepared to do i'm cl this is the cl brian show don't you go anywhere ali alexander will be back with me on the other side of the break you thought i was worth saving so you came and changed my life You thought I was worth even So you came 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation. Right here on the CL Bryant Show, traveling through Times Square, look up above. The iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not and the Talk Monster Billboard Red State Talk Billboard is right above that iconic building, half block from where they dropped the big ball. They're in Times Square where they won't drop the big ball this year. And the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on the screen and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. So thank you for so much for tuning in and making our show as popular as um, it has become. And I certainly am glad, so glad, that um, we are indeed on our way um, to a decision, one way or the other. You still got to get him to go to work, regardless of who becomes president. But somebody who's doing everything, all that he can, to make certain that this vote is true and that we stop whatever fraud that might be going on is someone who is with Stop the Steal, friend of mine, friend of the show, has been a friend for years now. Ali Alexander, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? C.L., my brother in Christ and my fellow patriot warrior, we find ourselves in yet another battle. Yes, indeed we do, and I'm really glad to be in the foxhole with you. Tell me this. How's it going? What can we do? It's going. It's going. It's Ever since uh, election night, I've been in three or four hours of sleep, but I have tapped all of our friends, and I mean all of our friends, and you're probably getting the same calls that I'm getting. Everyone is working together. There are no past beefs. We don't care if you're a nonprofit, a PAC, a campaign, a, 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 a stay-at-home mom, a citizen. We don't care. Everyone is trying to stop the steal. There are irregularities in our elections, and all we're asking for are fair elections and transparent counting. And so things are going really well. Uh, Stop the Steal protest happened in 50 state capitals, and that was just due to one tweet. We had 30,250 people estimated it out last Saturday. And this Saturday, at every state capital, noon local, and in Washington, D.C., I think more than 100,000 people will take the streets, and I think that the American oligarchs are shaking in their boots. I certainly hope that they are, and of course, Freedom Works joined uh, together with the walkaway movement uh, in order to do that. Ali, yes. tell everybody how do they get involved with Stop the Steal? 
look, there are so many different groups involved. You just reach out to your favorite one and you say, I put me to work. There's so many groups doing good work. And, uh, or you can go to stopthesteal.us. At stopthesteal.us, we have a list of different organizers over the contested states. But we also have a listing of addresses in all 50 states of where people are meeting at noon on Saturdays. And see, we're just going to keep coming out in the streets. Stay in the streets every Saturday, noon your local time, with other patriots. Because the media is not going to represent us. And social media, they're going to deplatform us. So we've got to go offline. We have to be the founding fathers. We have to be the Paul Revere's. We have to be the George Washington that rides the horse until it's done. And the battle continues to go on. There's so much good work happening. And soon, we're all going to descend upon Georgia. That's going to be ground zero where we need to save the Senate. Because, TL, regardless of what the outcome is on the presidential race, uh, if, if, the, if, if, heaven forbid, Joe Biden pulls off this coup, and then we lose those two seats in Georgia because people are moving in and registering for 30 days and then voting Democrat, we've lost this republic, period. Absolutely, absolutely right, folks. And the reason I'll be headed over to Georgia here pretty soon myself is because, quite frankly, Ali has identified both of us, and we are uh, Christians. We're disciples of Christ. But I'm telling you, folks, the devil seems like he's going down to Georgia. The old Charlie Daniels <laughs> song, I'm telling you. That's fact. And we got to do something to save it. We got to do something to, to have a revival there, brother. Let me ask you this, Ali, uh, as far as uh, this is concerned. Um, is, are you saying to conservatives who are used to sitting on their behinds that it's time now, if ever before, if never before, for them to get up off their behinds and, and become activists, I mean, true activists instead of talking about it, talk about it? Yes, I tell my people, do not be couch potato patriots. Michelle Malkin said, what will you tell the future generation you did when they came for everything? All of it at once. If you have paid time off, take it. If you don't have paid time off, take it. If you have a little bit of savings because the Trump economy grew your 401k, take part of it out and save the country. All 73 million Trump voters should take to the streets and tell CNN to tell these other news stations, not going to mention them, to tell Twitter and Facebook that we're not going to take it. We're not going to be your, your sugar-fed consumers, your Chinese plastic consumers. Everyone needs to take to the streets. Ali, I don't know what to do. CL, I don't know what to do. We will put you to work. Get in touch with FreedomWorks. Get in touch with your state party. Get in touch with the RNC. We need over 10,000 volunteers in Georgia because they're doing a manual hand recount. There's going to be ballot curing. There's still time to register new voters in Georgia for the runoff. We need 73 million people to protect this republic, and it really won't require that. But anyone listening to this show needs to say, I'm not going to tweet. I'm not going to listen. I'm not worried about my cane or my disability. I'm going to go wherever I'm called. And you're being called, friend. Wow. Wow. You know, Ali, uh, you put me in the mind of what it must have been like back in the forming of our country. And friends, this is what it is like at the dissolving of our country is an urgency. There's an urgency either to live or die, live free, friends, or die. All of those kinds of slogans came out of our elementary existence. Now that we are a great nation. The time has come to determine whether or not 
we will live free or die. Ali Alexander, man, fight the good fight, brother. How do people get in touch with you, bring you to a place near them if they want to see you? If they want to see me, they can go to alialexander.org. Although we're not updating that site right now because we're all in on stopthesteal.us. I'm also on Twitter, at Ali, just A-L-I-H, those three letters. I'm shadow banned, but if you just plug it into your computer, twitter.com slash Ali, you can find me. You can stay tuned in with updates. And we are gathering the forces across coalitions to save the country, to save the republic. That is no exaggeration. The greatest time in this republic since the Civil War. God bless and God keep you, my brother. Continue to fight the good fight. Yes, I know that you will because you are <laughs> fighting the good fight. Ali Alexander, God bless and keep you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. See you in Georgia. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. That was Ali Alexander. Ali Alexander. And uh, I certainly am glad that um, he is in the fight. I'm telling you, young man, you want to definitely have him in the foxhole with you uh, when the fighting starts because you, you heard his passion. You heard uh, how he uh, came off there. That's who he is. That's what he does. And um, Michelle um, introduced me to him, what, oh, five, six years ago now. And um, he has been just like a political son to me. And I'm seeing how he is um, really getting engaged in various things. And I don't bump into him often, but I'm very proud of all of my political sons out there who are doing, I mean, right now, as far as the salvation of this country, surely that is in God's hands. But as I was talking to Michelle, my producer, earlier this earlier this morning, she and I usually have a uh, morning um, argument. And so, <laughs> and so oh, the day just does not start right. If, <laughs> it's just not a day unless, unless she and I have a morning argument. But anyway, I was saying to her that um, regardless of, of, of what happens, people have, people make, have always made choices uh, and 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 i think this is where the bone of contention came in and she's you know very grace-filled and i am too but i think uh the bible is a complete uh, book from kibber to kibber if you read it backwards uh it would still read the same way the old uh verifies what is said in the new and the new verifies what was done in the old uh it's a complete book it's a complete volume, one of the the only one of its kind that's written by so many different authors, but yet they tell the same story. It's amazing. Uh, only God can do that. But it also tells a story of people who, even though God was many times the central focus of the story, many times, and of course in the in scriptures, of course God is always the central focus of the story. But you find that they had choices. And you saw either the the blessings or the, the curses or consequences of bad choices. Which means that America has um, just as much opportunity 
as anyone, any nation, make bad choice. Does it go on? You see, the reason Israel still exists is because we have always backed her up. This Judeo-Christian nation has always backed her up. Now, you take away that friend, that love for Israel, you open the door for God's wrath to pour out upon your nation. And with the Kamala Harris's and the Joe Biden, who was going to who was going to go along with the Ocasio Harris, Ocasio Cortez's and the Israel hating Omar, um, Omar's Elon um, Omar and the uh, Presley's and, and those types of people. When when you turn the country over to them, the Israel haters not saying that Joe Biden is necessarily Israel. Joe doesn't know. Joe just wants to be president. And, 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 and unfortunately, he wants to just have it on his resume, not because he wants to help the country. Joe wants to have that on his resume before he dies. And Joe probably lived to be 120 years old. But he wants this on his resume before he dies. Wrong reason. Bad choices have consequences. Christians have been known, even Christians, even Christians have been known to make bad choices, but you are making something. uh, Those of you who call yourselves Christian, you vote for Joe Biden. You are making a perpetual bad choice simply because you agree with the platform. What have you done to yourself? What are you doing? We're going to find out. I'm CL. Be back after the news break. I'm just a pilgrim on this road. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. 
still the greatest nation on the face of the planet, still the greatest success story the world has ever known. It does sadden me to think that um, you, America, have been uh, hoodwinked, bamboozled, and swindled in the way that you appear to be. It saddens me to think that uh, even though everybody knows uh, that O.J. had something to do with his wife's murder, and and Harvey Weinstein um, probably is exactly what they they say he is. In that same way, everybody knows that the Democrats, and quite possibly the Russians, <laughs> hanky panky together. with this presidential race. And um, if you think that there was not widespread voter fraud, well, you're nuts. But if they are as devious and if what I think has happened has happened, then we are on the brink of civil war. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet still and the greatest success story the world has ever known over the talk monster red state talk radio. And... Uh, you, my friends, may be presiding over and may be witnessing the demise of a great nation. Doesn't it sadden you to even consider that? That you might be presiding, you might be witnessing, especially those of you who are over uh, 35. Yeah, you'd have to be over 35. You had to be 35 or older, you know. You had to be at least 35 to really get it. To really know what's gone. What's go what's what's about to be left. What's about to be gone. It doesn't it sadden you? You see, uh, uh, people like uh, Ocasio-Cortez and Omar and Presley and the other idiot that, I mean, excuse me, the other uh, part of the squad, and they're electing more squad members. They just recruited more black squad members who will be joining them, who want office, who have no clue what America is and what it was. They have no clue what it was and why, what it took to get here. They have no clue how easy it is to go back there. Are you hearing me? And so, my friends, my fellow Americans, I want you to know this. 
we shall overcome. All of it. One way or another. But now, coming up is... um, Someone who I hadn't had on in a in a while, well, at least uh, a couple of weeks right before the election, I was hoping that uh, the predictions coming out of Pennsylvania would have been true from everyone that I had on the show from Pennsylvania. Rose Tennant told me that uh, Pennsylvania was in the bag. Um, several people, uh, Penny Patty Weaver told me that uh, Pennsylvania was in the bag. I had on Diane Ventura, and she's going to be back with us here in just a minute. Uh, and just a little bit here told me that Pennsylvania was in the bag. I don't know what happened. I want to know what happened. Uh, and then finally on today's show, we're going to have Dr. Lisa Babbage. Dr. Lisa Babbage is going to be on after Diane Ventura. Yeah, we're going to find out. We I, we're going to hear what happened from Diane uh, in Pennsylvania. I mean, do I mean what's going to have to happen here? And Americans, that that's that's what you need to be asking. What's gonna have to happen here? Do do we the pitchfork crowd? No, no, no. You have uh, the the pitchfork and rifle crowd. Uh, we don't burn stuff down. No, we, we're, we're, we're not don't burn stuff down. We don't burn stuff down. But you will know that we are highly, highly agitated at what's going on here. Big time agitated at what is going on here. Are you hearing me? And so... My question is, what are you prepared to do? Because evidently there have been choices made even by those who chose to rig the election. There have been choices made that are detrimental to our existence. If you do this, this will happen. The founders warned us of it. If you do this, this will happen. The founders warned us of it. It reminds me of the original biblical narrative, the story of Adam once he had fallen. The scripture says, then his creator came looking for him. Just to tell the story, that's the only way that this story could be told, that we could comprehend it. God had to tell it in this fashion so that we could comprehend it. The reality of it, God, of course, knew what had happened from the moment it happened. But so that this could become and would always be, even right now, as I am saying it, a teachable moment for us. His creator came looking for him. And the question that 
he had was this. Where are you? Where are you? Of course he knew where he was, but the person that he created, the being that he had created, where did it go? Where did that person go? Where did that being go? Where are you, America? Where are you? Your creators would not recognize this. What have you done? Have you actually taken of the fruit that you know you should not have taken from? Where are you, America? This, my friends, is serious business. Oh, yeah, in um, two years, we'll be able to preside over um, whatever the Democrats don't do to America if we don't hold Georgia. Because if, in fact, the Democrats take the Senate, which means they would have taken Georgia, then they will have a free shot from both houses of legislature to the executive branch and Joe Biden's job, the reason he was elected, was to rubber stamp anything that came across his desk from the Ocasio-Cortezites and the people who, in fact, are her minions now. Which means they can pack the course, they can push through anything, anything, anything that they're going to want to push through. They're going to be able to do it. And once we get to midterm elections, even though you will probably be fed up with them, there's no question about it. But we're talking about 42 months, 48 months, not 42, 48 months of them pushing and ramming through legislature that's detrimental to the fundamental change of this country. Do you remember that phrase? Do you remember that fundamental change? Do you remember that phrase, fundamental change? Well, stand by. Stand by, all of you. Because fundamental change is indeed, if we lose Georgia, if this president is not returned to the White House, but surely if we lose Georgia, there's nothing standing in the way of Joe Biden rubber stamping everything that is sent to his desk from the socialist Bernie Sander, Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Ocasio-Cortez controlled legis- house, uh, both houses. Houses of legislation. I should say no, no uh, influence on Chucky Schumer, but Chucky Schumer, I'm sure, can't stand her. But she's calling the shots because of her because of her presence on social media. Casio Cortez is real deal as far as a presence on media. Real deal. No question about it. Real deal. So, Joe Biden won't be able to stand up against her because that's not his job. 
His job was to put Kamala Harris in position. And my question to you, America, where are you? Huh? You are about to partake of the forbidden fruit that you were warned, you were told from your inception not to partake of. You are not to partake of socialist uh, governments within yourself. You're not to do that. Because the day that you do, America, you will surely die. You will surely die. Be warned. Your creators would not know you. They would not recognize you as the being that they had created, as the nation that they had created. They would not recognize you. Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Of course we could see him. Of course we can still see our nation. Of course we can still see our homeland. You can look out in the backyard. Of course the backyard is there, but it's changed. The nature of it has changed. Why? Because now your liberties in that backyard have been changed. Now you've given yourself over to reprobates who want to do reprobate things to the nation to pervert it. The nation is about to be perverted. The very things that we have been trying to run away from, it seems as though you all are trying to run too. We've been trying so hard to run away from this type of uh, slavery in this nation, this nation was, even though it had slaves in it, the whole idea was to get them free. And we did. But now you're wanting to go back to the idea that you have all of these people who are being treated unequally. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. I've told you before and I've told you on this show. I'm going to tell you again. Black people make up 12.8% of the population. 12.8% of the entire population. Every black child, boy, girl, woman, and man, every black person, all together, we make up 12.8% of the American population. 75% of us, black folks, in this country, 75% of us do pretty good in this country. We do pretty good. We do pretty good. If we own a home, we're doing okay. We're paying the mortgage. If we have an apartment or we're leasing a home, we're doing okay. We're able to keep up with it. We're doing okay. 75% of of black Americans are doing just fine. 25% are struggling to 
pay rent, keep up with a mortgage, you know, drive the car, what have you. 25% are having troubles doing that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 20%, 20% are having troubles doing that. And 5% of that population, 5% of that population are really, really struggling and and not all of them are not all of them are criminals. Two two percent, uh, one and a half actually one and a half percent of those who are truly struggling are criminals. Not blue collar. I'm, I'm talking criminals. Call it whatever you want, but they've chosen to do that. My whole point is this. You have these Black Lives Matter people, BLM, knocking on Joe Biden's door, and he's not answering it now. But if he becomes president, he's going to answer that door. And God only knows how he's going to answer that door. But they're answering, they're knocking on the door wanting to say what is he going to do for all the you know disenfranchised black folks. We're only talking about... Uh, a very small percentage of people that they are wanting to represent. And those people, if you get out of their way, they could help themselves if they were taught how. Instead of giving a fish to eat, they could be taught how to fish. As uh, most of us have learned to do for ourselves, as it should be, right? Right? Right. I'm going to be back with Diane Ventura here when the C.L. Bryant show returns after this short break. She is on her way to stop the steel event in D.C. I want to check in with her. I also want to know from Diane what happened in Pennsylvania, what is going to happen in Pennsylvania from her standpoint, and uh, what are we looking at here in America in terms of an American revolution taking place. It is surely around the corner. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. Be right back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day 
in the USA. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Um, hey, folks. Bottom line. Bottom line is the question to you. What are you prepared to do? If you love something, you sacrifice for it. You do that. You love someone, you sacrifice. And the other thing that goes around along with love is the fact that you will defend that thing or that person. Because you love it. You sacrifice, you defend. Do you love your country? Will you sacrifice? Will you defend her? That's the question that we all must answer at this point in time. Diane Ventura is on the line with me, and uh, she was on with me just last week when we dressed before the election. She was on with me, and uh, we were looking at, of course, winning Pennsylvania. She's on her way to a Stop the Steal event in Washington, D.C. Now, Diane Ventura, I want to welcome you back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, friend? Thanks for having me back. Absolutely glad that you are there, Diane. How? First of all, let's talk about Pennsylvania. Let's talk about PA. Uh, what type? What, what's going on in Pennsylvania? What's happening there? Talk to us. Well, you know, I, I look at this from a different angle than most people see. I'm so thankful that is what is happening because we have we have had voter fraud for years in this nation. This is not an easy fix. It's open heart surgery. So, you know, so many votes were stolen. We know, I know, my, I know my state, all 67 counties. We love our freedom and we are going to fight to protect it. And we voted. We showed up in the numbers to vote for our great president. Now, what happens in the middle of the night? That is what we have to uncover. And we hired the correct man to do that four years ago. Now, here's where we are with this. Just as soon as today, we know that Dominion, a company named Dominion, keep your eye on that and do some research on that. Dominion deleted 2.7 million votes nationwide. We know that's sure. We also know the data analysis finds over 220,000 of those votes were in Pennsylvania were switched from President Trump to Biden. There's a huge problem. There's a huge problem with voter fraud. It is not going to go away until we completely open it up, reveal it, and let it heal. This is not a quick fix, but guess what? This is not too big of a problem for us as Americans, as fighters, and for our great president, President Trump, to reveal this. A lot of people out there say, and I cannot believe that I'm hearing this. Well, we can wait. Let's rerun in 2024. No, that's not going to fix anything. This disease of voter fraud must be healed in this nation or we will soon not have a nation. Diana, are we standing on the brink of revolution if, in fact, uh, we don't heal this or, or take care of this problem? What do you think? We certainly are. Yes, we are at that same tipping point when those first shots were fired here, you know, during our Civil War. We are we're we're coming up against that again. And I will not believe that the American experiment is close to ending. I will believe that America's voice will be heard and that we did correctly vote 
for the correct president four years ago, the businessman, the man who seeks truth in, in God to, to lead him, the man who has prayer warriors across our nation and our world who are saying, let the truth be heard. Listen, when I was in Harrisburg last week and Philadelphia last week, listening to the other side, they are saying the same thing that we want. We want every vote counted. We want every legal vote counted. We want to have you know, people come into this country, immigrants, but we want them to be legal immigrants. We want the same things. We, we want to protect each other. It's just, you know, how do we get through to the misinformed? We can give them the information. We can't understand it for them. That, that is, is that, what we as a nation have to come together and solve. That is a very good question. How do we get through to the uninformed, keeping in mind, Diane, that the, the, the liberal news media, uh, the communist news networks that are, in fact, giving the information out in, in, well, in mass, mass doses to the American people, are indeed bought. And, of course, when we look at the corruption there, we are also looking at a, a media that has anointed Joe Biden as president of the United States. And so uh, this is this too, Diane, is what we must overcome is in the minds of the American people, those Kool-Aid drinkers. Joe Biden is the president of the United States, and we're talking about overturning this thing in their minds, not just on the ballots. We are headed either way this goes to unrest in this country. So my question to Americans is what, what are we prepared to do? How far are we prepared to go? What, what are we looking at, Diane? You're on your way to stop the steel event. What are we wanting to accomplish? This is what we are wanting to accomplish. First off, we want to show the nation. We want to show our president. We want to show the world that we know that the media does not choose our president. The people do. The votes do. The electoral college does. Just because it's on the newspaper and it's on the news that somebody's choosing to watch because they have the freedom to watch it or shut it off. Just because the news says that that is the president-elect does not make it true. We had forefathers who brilliantly wrote a constitution that protects us from that field. And we want to come together. You know, everyone's worried. Where are you meeting? Where are we going to be? Guess what? Just show up. Just get to Washington, D.C. We are going to come together. We're going to come together as a nation. We're going to come together in prayer. And we're going to make our voices heard. It is the voters in America who choose the president, not the media. Diane Ventura, you are a patriot. I admire you so much, woman. I really, really do. And all you. of you out there, you Americans, take this example. Uh, you see, if you if you love something or someone, you sacrifice for it. If you love something or someone, you defend it. I, Diane, that's it. that's all I see in your conversation is you're sacrificing and you're defending. You're an American. You love your country, and you do it with less than with more than just your lips. You do it with your actions. And thank you for that. Thank you so much. Now, um, let's uh, look at what is going on now as far as this is concerned. We're looking at Georgia, the Georgia Senate race. Is it true? Do people understand 
that Ocasio-Cortez is the most influential person along with Bernie Sanders and that Democrat Party. And she is what you're going to get because Biden cannot stand up to them. I mean, he's he, he's a he's a paper tiger. He's he won't be president. Talk to us about the consequences here of failing. Well, that is why he is the best that the left had to offer, because he is the one that can be controlled. That is what we are at, that tipping point that you mentioned earlier. We had the freedom to elect a man who could not be controlled four years ago, and that Americans are so easy to say, well, I guess this is the way it's going to be. We've made it through it before. We'll make it through it again. I don't, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it, BL. I can't. I will not get frustrated with it. I will just continue to use this as a, as a platform that we can continue to educate. As long as you and I have a breath, as long as the other patriots who are out there beside us have a breath with kindness, we need to deliver the truth. We need, I, I, I say this a lot. I hope I don't offend any of your listeners, but I use the F word a lot. When people say, how do you do it? I use the F word a lot. I use facts. Facts is the word that I use a lot. <laughs> oh, you were scared. You were scaring me there for a minute, Di. <laughs> <laughs> when we use the truth, when we use the truth behind our words, we we, we we are we are strong. There's strength in that. And that's what we just have to continue to do. We have to continue to share kindness and share truth. Absolutely. And, and know that we live in the greatest country, that these people have the same right to be uninformed as you and I have to be informed. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to quit trying to inform them. From Diane Ventura and myself, let me ask you, America, Americans, do you love your country? Then open your eyes and see what's happening to her, and then you act do something about it. Diane, God bless you. Uh, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will. Be careful out there uh, on the road and uh, check in with us here. Uh, Michelle, have her check in with us here in a few days or weeks or a week. And let's see uh, how's all, how all this is playing out. God bless you and keep you. Talk to you soon. Diane Ventura. Thank you, CL. I appreciate you. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. That was Diane Ventura. And uh, let me tell you something, folks. Um, do you love you? Well, let me ask you something. Got to ask you. Got to ask you. Do you love your country? Do you? Uh huh. Hey, it should be. Is that? Listen. Are listen. Yes, should be that answer right after. Listen, people, uh, young couples have always come to me when I was in the pulpit, uh, pulpit pastorate, um, uh, pastoring churches, which I haven't done now in about seven or eight, eight years, about eight years I haven't pastored. Um, maybe nine, almost going on nine, I think. I haven't pastored a church, uh, brick and mortar church, although God has expanded my pulpit in ways I could never imagine. 
It's true. He has expanded it and he continues to expand it. Uh, you come across this person, you come across that person. Everything that I see is an opportunity for ministry, but you have to be real as a minister, especially in today's America, because things have changed and you just have to be real as people are real. You have to be as real as they are. They have to be able to talk to you and they have to be able to approach you and uh, that type thing. You There's no no more. Uh, ivory towered well there are of course you know and, you know enclaves and so forth but the real ministry lies out in the streets the bare knuckles part of it and you you have to understand that um, young people have asked me this question when I was um, in the pulpit how do I know if I am called to do this preach for one thing a young preacher comes to you ask you how how do you know how do i know pastor that i'm called to preach i have always asked him i always ask him i said do you love your mother and they always um, you know stop in, in their tracks and look at me strange and ask me what does that have to do with being called to preach or called to do anything uh, well it should be if you're called to do it as easy to answer is that question, do you love your mother? Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody asked me if I called a preacher, there's no doubt about it. Yes, I do. Absolutely. It should, if you have that calling, then there's no doubt that you have it. And you can't go to school to get it. You can't go to, you can go to seminary and learn whatever you want. You know, but if you don't have the calling, you can't buy it. If you if you don't have charisma, and Joe Biden had doesn't have it, you can't buy it. You can buy elections. You can buy a degree and actually become a pastor of a church, but you may never have the calling to preach. You simply have the credentials to preach, but you don't have the calling. And so if you ask that person, did God call you to preach or how do I know know if God's called me to preach? Uh, That person will give you all kinds of clinical answers. Me, I'll give you a uh, flesh and blood answer. Do you love your mama? Is the same thing knowing if you're called to do something. The answer to that is always, yeah. Are you artistic? Yeah. Do you love your mother? Yeah. Are you called to preach? Well, I don't know. You're not. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. It says uh, fire shut up in your bones. Oh, yeah. It's like fire. Shut up in your bones. Am I called to um, expound on various topics that um, are put before me to a national audience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like fire. 
shut up in my bones. So do you love your country? Do you see what's happening to her? Do you see what could happen to her? So what are you going to do about it? Huh? What are you going to do about it? So, um, <laughs> that's where we are. That's where we are. And I can't in any way imagine my world without America. Oh, I'll continue to live on somewhere, maybe even in America. But let's just say, for instance, that the nation becomes a socialist nation. It just goes on down the tubes. Man, the same things that go on in England, the same thing that go on in New Zealand, same thing that go on in Canada. Well, it's now become basically a one world government, one world rule. I believe I might as well go start a church somewhere and preach the best I can where I can about the coming of our Lord and the coming judgment upon the world. Okay. If, if. America falls. And do you love her? Do you love your country? Coming up is someone who I believe loves their country, uh, educator, author, and political candidate in Georgia's 7th Congressional District, Lisa Babbage. Lisa Babbage uh, has spent a lifetime fighting for conservative principles and causes and, um, and that our nation was founded on. And I certainly am going to welcome her to the show. I hadn't seen her in a while, um, Michelle. Is always in touch with um, various people and various ones that are shaking and moving and things in America. Bring them on to the show and and all of that. And we're so happy that our contacts are numerous and um, those up and comers like Lisa Babbage. We like to introduce them to you and certainly introduce her to you and you to her. I'm CL. Back in a minute. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. 
And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. planet the greatest success story the world has ever known and that is america i want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the cl bryant show coming to you over the talk monster that is red state talk radio the largest talk platform in the nation and if you're traveling through times square look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not building. And there you will see the Red State Talk billboard. And every hour, the C.L. Bryan Show pops up there on that big screen. There in Times Square, about a half block away from they drop the big ball. And old CL's face looking right back at you. Thank you so much for coming along with us daily and making the show as popular as it has become. A voice, your voice, throughout our nation. One of the voices that I'd like to welcome to the show right now is author, educator, and political candidate in Congressional District 7, Georgia's 7th Congressional District, Lisa Noel Babbage. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, friend? I am wonderful. What a blessing it is to be here with you. Hey, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Noel, uh, I'm sorry. Lisa, tell us this. How are things in Georgia? We need to hear from someone on the ground. Talk to us. You know, it's really fire because there is a, a low and steady rumble of patriot beating hearts that are storming the castle, so to speak. We are so optimistic about everything that's happening with our election. A lot of people feel as if it's the end, but really it is just the beginning of a new type of revolution. And I couldn't be more fired up. I'm glad to hear you say that. Tell us about Georgia 7th. What kind of district is that? So Georgia's 7th District, it's a suburb of Atlanta. It was the most diverse country in America, not the state, not the southeast, but in America for over a decade. So we've got some of everything, which means we had a target on our back from the socialist agenda. And let me tell you, we are not giving up on this district in Georgia. Whenever I talk to a candidate for an office like you're seeking, I always ask, that office, what do you bring to it? What do you bring to the people? I have many listeners in Georgia. Talk to us. Well, I mean, honestly, the, the reason why I chose to run, not just because I've been so involved with the GOP here locally and even uh, nationwide, it's because I am America. You know, I was raised in a government housing project in Atlanta. I'm a biracial individual who has strong constitutional values, and I represent the American dream. And that's what people who are unsure of which side of the aisle they fall on, that's the kind of person that can capture their imagination and reconnect them to our Constitution, this great nation that we live in. Lisa Noel Babbage, how do people, if they're inclined uh, to 
um, help you, how do they do that? So they can go to lisanoelbabbage.com. Babbageforcongress.com is also available. Look me up on every form of social media, even Parler. I'm out there. I would love to hear from everyone across this great nation because, honestly, it's time that patriots unite in a way that we haven't seen since 1776. Does Georgia allow us to keep the Senate? Lisa Noel Babbage. You know, we have two key races in January, and it is boots on the ground here. I participated in a Stop the Steal rally on the steps of our state capitol, and there were people there from five different countries that interviewed me. So all eyes on Georgia, to a certain extent, all eyes on the southeast, because we are those battleground um, states to hold our country accountable to our founding document. So we have two key races in January. They're both runoff races. They're both incumbents. And trust me when I say it's about to be heated. I just had um, someone in my living room from Sweden the other day, from the Swedish news, because all eyes are descending on these two races. When I think about Georgia, and I've spent a lot of time in Georgia uh, over the years, over my lifetime, I, I think about a state that I just never would imagine would be a battleground of um, socialist ideas over conservative ideas. From your standpoint, from your perspective, what happened? Well, I'm a teacher, and I always start within the house for correction. And honestly, our educational system from coast to coast has really let our constituents down because we have an illiterate voting population by our large. Now, they're probably not listening to Red State Radio, but We cannot deny the fact that our education system has let us down. But the second reason is much more sinister, and it is a orchestrated plan to flood our state with voters who carry with them that socialist agenda. So it started back in Katrina. We got flooded with a lot of uh, leftist ideas and leftist voters who came to Georgia to escape the hurricane. But since then, governors in New York and in other states have descended upon Georgia because they understand that the Bible Belt is really the key to holding this nation from turning socialist. And they have planted voters here as early as 2018 to make sure they meet residency status. And let's not forget that some knucklehead has decided that they can still register for this January runoff. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Thank you for your opinions on that. They were incredibly interesting. We do wish you well. Michelle, let's have her back often. Lisa. And we need you in Georgia. Let us know when you're coming. I certainly will. I certainly will. I I should be there within a week or so. I'll uh, have Michelle get in contact with you all and let you know where I'll be. Uh, Freedom Works, I'm certain we're going to engage Georgia. But listen, continue to fight the good fight. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. I know that you will fight the good fight because you are. Lisa Noel Babbage, all the best to you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That, my friends, was Lisa Noel Babbage, Georgia 7th District. Sounds like she has the right stuff to me. You want to check her out for yourself and uh, see what's out there. See what's out there, folks. Georgia, I would have never thought. I'd never thunk it. (laughs) 
I'd have never thunk it that uh, y'all would be doing us like this. <laughs> and you are. You are, whatever has happened to Georgia, Georgians have allowed it to happen. Oh, people just don't come in and felt you'll infiltrate, infiltrate your school boards and city councils from out of town, out of state, and everything. Unless you let them do it, that somehow they convinced you that they knew better than you did. Hmm. People have been living up in the north, up in the northern sectors, up in blue areas, uh, and they want to tell you there's no, there shouldn't be no such thing as blue states or red states. We all the United States. Don't you believe that they believe that? They just want to take you off your game by saying something flowery to your stupid self to make you think that they are okay. They are communist. They are socialist. And I know that you think that it's bad to call people those kinds of names. But have you heard the names they call you? And it's not because we were bothering them. We weren't bothering them. We were just living our lives, but the life that we live, especially if you're Christians, points people to Christ. Even at my worst time, I'm trying to point you to him. Oh, yeah, by showing you how real he was. He's a real guy. But he never yielded to the weaknesses that we do. All the cursing and the screaming and the swearing and the vendettas and all of that type of thing that we are common to, the gossiping and and all of that type of thing. Oh, yeah, you gossips don't think that you're sinners, do you? (laughs) Oh, you little gossiping self. Oh, gossips don't think they're sinners. Backbiters don't think. Oh, yeah, backbiters don't think they're sinners. No, it's just you fornicators and you cursers and you haters. No, they, you know, all have sinned, baby. All have sinned. But the way we like to put that thing is y'all have sinned. All have sinned. And my mission, my goal in life is to be as real as possible. Uh, Knowing that except for the Christ in me, you'd see somebody worse than what you may think I am. If it wasn't for the Christ in me. Oh my God. I, I don't even want to consider the type of individual I would be. And I'll tell you something. If it wasn't for individuals like me, who can tell individuals like you who may still be out there where you can go to get some medicine. That's all. That's all. That's all a Christian is. You know, he's just somebody who found some food (laughs) starving to death. And all you're doing is telling other hungry people where to get some food. His name is Jesus. 
That's all that's all I can do. I, I can't point you to myself because I I can't really feed you. All I can do is tell you the meal that I had. I tell you about the meal that I had. Yeah. I, I can't tell you that it made me perfect except in him. All I can do is tell you about the meal that I had. Yeah, it was good. Oh, taste and see for yourself that the Lord is good. Yeah. Well, friends, America, God inquired of Adam. Where are you? I don't see the man that I made. Where are you, America? I don't see the country that made us as great as we were. All of us rising that tide, rising some some boats, depending on the weight that they carry. Rise slower than those that are lean. I'm not fat. Stop it. I'm not fat bashing. (laughs) I'm not. I don't want that to be. You know, we had that Fred. um, Dr. Fred Price. He was a classic fat basher. Well, that's the end of the day's show, and I want to thank God for bringing us to it, and I want to thank him for our men and women around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and keep you all. (music) 